The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. This is it, the final day of the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. We're asking you to make your pledge now by calling 877-291-0123 or go to relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app and give from the heart. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, February 9th, 2024. Friday of the fifth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 2. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Alto. He was an eighth century hermit and missionary. He was possibly an Irishman or an Anglo-Saxon. He lived near Augsburg, Germany, in a simple hut in wild lands. Alto soon achieved a reputation for holiness and austerity. Word of his good works reached King Pepin, who gave him a parcel of land near Altmünster in modern Friesling Diocese in Bavaria. Alto cleared the land and founded an abbey. St. Boniface came in 750 to dedicate the Abbey Church. The monastery was ravaged by the Huns, but was restored in 1000 and made a Benedictine house. The Brigitines took it over in the 15th century. St. Alto died in 760. St. Alto, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Father, I dedicate this new day to you as I go about my work. I ask you to bless those with whom I come in contact. Lord, I pray for all men and women who work to earn their living. Give them satisfaction in what they do. Spirit of God, comfort the unemployed and their families. They are your children and my brothers and sisters. I ask you to help them find work soon. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There is so much for us to learn, Jesus, as we meditate on your parables and on the many cures that you perform. Today we read in the Mass, Jesus went into the district of the Decapolis, and people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned, and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed, 
and he spoke plainly. Lord, we cannot pass over this episode lightly. On the contrary, we want to put ourselves in the shoes of that poor man who, for all we know, was deaf from birth. It is so numbing to imagine what his life must have been like, totally closed in, with little chance to communicate with others. Very recently, there was the case of a young boy, 11 years old, born in Morocco, born with a rare case of congenital deafness. He had never, ever heard a single sound. While growing up, he expressed himself with a sign language that he invented, and he had no schooling. Well, not long ago at all, in Philadelphia, this young boy was operated on in the very first case of the use of gene therapy to cure that congenital deafness. It worked. Afterwards, this young one was saying, there is no sound I don't like. They are all good. How moving it must have been for that young boy. Just as moving as in the case of the one cured by Jesus. The two of them going from one person to another, begging people just to say anything because they were so excited at hearing for the first time. There are different kinds of deafness. There is, for example, the possibility of closing oneself in on himself, being locked inside oneself. These days, we read, we hear about a kind of epidemic of young people in their early 20s spending days on end on video games with no ambition whatsoever. There is a real deafness there, one that makes us shudder. When people spend far too much time on screens, well, they too end up becoming somewhat deaf, somewhat blind to those around them. There was a very influential article back in 2015 with a rather suggestive title, Stop Googling, Let's Talk. The author cites a study from five years earlier, a study that was conducted over a 30-year period. The experts found a 40% decline in empathy among college students, with most of the decline taking place after the year 2000. Well, it doesn't surprise us. People spend too much time looking at a screen and not looking into the eyes of others. They lose the capacity to detect emotions, needs in other human beings. They become, in a very real sense, blind and deaf. A more serious kind of deafness has to do with our capacity to listen to God. And this, Jesus, is something we really want to pray about because we need to listen to you. After all, as one writer puts it, the primary attitude of man as a creature is a receptive one. That which is most proper to us is to let ourselves be apprehended by God, to lay our soul open to the influx of God's eternal word, to expose ourselves to the sword of the love of Christ, we have to be receptive. We have to have our antenna up in order to hear what it is the Lord wants to say to us. But we are free. If we want to, we can grab onto every divine suggestion 
that comes to us in our prayer, as did St. Joseph. Or we can run away when God asks us to go up higher in our life of dedication. Just think of the rich young man. The words of St. Josemaria in The Forge, number 510, fit perfectly in this consideration. He writes, I heard some people I knew talking about their radio sets. Almost without realizing it, I brought the subject around to the spiritual area. We have a lot of grounding, too much. We have forgotten to put up the antenna of the interior life. That is why there are so few souls who keep in touch with God. May we never be without our supernatural antenna. What about dealing with other people? There is another kind of deafness, the refusal to be open to different points of view. To disagree well, we must first understand well. We have to read deeply, listen carefully, watch closely. One pundit wrote, We need to grant our adversary moral respect. Give him the intellectual benefit of the doubt. Have sympathy for his motives and participate empathically with empathy with his line of reasoning. And we need to allow for the possibility that we might yet be persuaded of what the other person has to say. Well, that takes a great deal of openness, of an eagerness to hear, to listen deeply. And that, Jesus, is something we ask of you right now. At the same time, we ask you for the grace to flee any tendency to make what you could call lapidary statements. There are people who love to say, the following is the way it is, and this is just the way it is. There's no need to argue because this is the way it is. Well, that is what you would call a lapidary statement, something written, etched in rock. Well, that, of course, ends all conversation because the other person will just think, why, why bother? This person is just not open. This person is deaf to a different point of view. As you know very well from your reading of Amoris Laetitia, the Holy Father speaks about the importance of listening. And at one point in number 137, he says, take time, quality time. This means being ready to listen patiently and attentively to everything the other person wants to say. It requires the self-discipline of not speaking until the time is right. Instead of offering an opinion or advice, we need to be sure that we have heard everything the other person has to say. This means cultivating an interior silence that makes it possible to listen to the other person without mental or emotional distraction. Well, finally, speaking of deafness, we can turn to the testimony of someone, in this case, St. Augustine, who during his teenage years and during his 20s especially, was stone deaf in a certain way. He was not listening to what the Lord was saying. That moment when he was roughly 31 years old, when he finally listened, that listening led to one of the most important passages in spiritual literature. That passage that begins, Late have I loved you, O beauty ever ancient, ever new, late have I loved you, 
You were within me, but I was outside, and it was there that I searched for you. You called, you shouted, you broke through my deafness. You flashed, you shone, you dispelled my blindness. You breathed your fragrance on me. I drew in breath, and now I pant for you. I have tasted you. Now I hunger and thirst for more. You touched me, and I burned for your peace. Mary, you of all people, you are the one who can guide us and show us what it means to be open at every single instant to wherever it is that the Holy Spirit wants to take us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a couple of minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Well, this is it. Glenn joining Paul for Daybreak on a Friday morning, bright and early. Thanks for joining us. We love that you're here this early or avail yourselves of all the great prayers heard on Daybreak anytime. You can do that when you uh, download the Relevant Radio app. Listen there at your pleasure. And uh, same thing works online at relevantradio.com. Access Daybreak anytime you'd like. We're glad you're listening right now. It's the final day of our Relevant Radio Give from the Heart Pledge Drive. Every quarter we come to you with the need of $3 million. Inflation hasn't hit that number yet, so that's a good thing. Relevant Radio, good stewards of the money you give to us. Thanks for being generous. And speaking of that, generous folks have stepped up this hour to make it another Partnership Challenge Hour. That means a 100% match for each and every gift. $500 matched with $500, a $1,000 gift matched with $1,000, and so on. The math is easy, but it, it adds in a hurry, and it helps increase your faith. Stepping out in faith helping others to have Relevant Radio right there when they need it. Thank you for doing your best. RelevantRadio.com, reach us that way or at 877-291-0123. We're always asking you to uh, pledge online if you possibly can. That's because it not only makes it easier for us, but it makes it easier for you. And when you donate online at RelevantRadio.com or the mobile app, you'll receive a download of our brand new MP3, Lent, A Time for Transformation by Father Matthew Spencer. This is our gift to you for your online donation in addition to regular giving premiums, but it's only available when you pledge through the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. So go ahead and go online, relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app on your phone or other mobile device and make your pledge. But you know, if you are unable to do it online, we still want to hear from you. So call 877-291-0123 and give from the heart. It's Friday, February 9th, 2024, Friday of the fifth week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This liturgical day begins right now as we join in prayer with the entire church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. praise. 
Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Forty years I endured that generation, I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end.
Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescue the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor? Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother, bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather. They gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery and gnash their teeth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue. Save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, You have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand afar off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. Amen. Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors, and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving act. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My son, 
Take my words to heart. Do as I say, and you will live. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. Stand firm, and do not take on yourselves the yoke of slavery a second time. Pay close attention to me, Paul, when I tell you that if you have yourselves circumcised, Christ will be of no use to you. I point out once more to all who receive circumcision that they are bound to the law in its entirety. Any of you who seek justification in the law have severed yourselves from Christ and fallen from God's favor. It is in the Spirit that we eagerly await the justification we hope for and only faith can yield it. In Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor the lack of it counts for anything. Only faith, which expresses itself through love. You were progressing so very well. Who diverted you from the path of truth? Such enticement does not come from him who calls you. A little yeast can affect the entire dough. I trust that in the Lord you will not adopt a different view. May condemnation fall on whoever it is that is unsettling you. As for me, brothers, if I am still preaching circumcision, why do the attacks on me continue? If I were the cross would be a stumbling block no more. Would that those who are troubling you might go on the whole way and castrate themselves. My brothers, remember that you have been called to live in freedom, but not a freedom that gives free reign to the flesh. Out of love, Place yourself at one another's service. The whole law has found its fulfillment in this one saying, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If you go on biting and tearing one another to pieces, take care. You will end up in mutual destruction. My point is, that you should live in accord with the Spirit, and you will not yield to the cravings of the flesh. The flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. The two are directly opposed. This is why you do not do what your will intends. If you are guided by the Spirit, you are not under the law. It is obvious what proceeds from the flesh. Lewd conduct, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, hostilities, bickering, jealousy, outbursts of rage, selfish rivalries, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I I warn you, as I have warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. In contrast, the fruit of the Spirit 
is love, joy, peace, patient endurance, kindness, generosity, faith, mildness, and chastity. Against such there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's lead. The Word of the Lord If you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The signs of the Spirit's presence are love, joy, and peace. Since we live by the Spirit, let Him direct our lives. The signs of the Spirit's presence are love, joy, and peace. A reading from a sermon by St. Leo the Great, Pope. Our Lord Jesus Christ, born true man without ever ceasing to be true God, began in his person a new creation, and by the manner of his birth gave man a spiritual origin. What mind can grasp this mystery? What tongue can fittingly recount this gift of love? Guilt becomes innocence, old becomes new. Strangers are adopted, and outsiders are made heirs. Rouse yourself, man, and recognize the dignity of your nature. Remember that you were made in God's image, though corrupted in Adam. That image has been restored in Christ. Use creatures as they should be used. The earth, the sea, the sky, the air, the springs, and the rivers. Give praise and glory to their Creator for all that you find beautiful and wonderful in them. See with your bodily eyes the light that shines on earth, but embrace with your whole soul and all your affections the true light which enlightens every man who comes into this world. Speaking of this light, the prophet said, Draw close to him, and let his light shine upon you, and your face will not blush with shame. If we are indeed the temple of God, and if the Spirit of God lives in us, then what every believer has within himself is greater than what he admires in the skies. Our words and exhortations are not intended to make you disdain God's works or think there is anything contrary to your faith in creation. For the good God has himself made all things good. What we do ask is that you use reasonably and with moderation all the marvelous creatures which adorn this world. As the Apostle says, The things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. For we are born in the present only to be reborn in the future. Our attachment, therefore, should not be to the transitory. Instead, we must be intent upon the eternal. Let us think of how divine grace has transformed our earthly natures so that we may contemplate more closely our heavenly hope. We hear the Apostle say, You are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. But when Christ your life appears, then you will also appear in glory with Him, who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, for ever and ever. Amen.
I will sing a new song to you, O God. I will sing to you and play on the ten-stringed lyre. You are my God. I give you praise. My God, I give thanks to you. I will will sing sing to you and and play on on the the ten-stringed lyre. Let us pray. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that, relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. The Lord heals a deaf man with a speech impediment in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the final day of the Relevant Radio Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. It's tax time, and making a donation to Relevant Radio is a tax-deductible contribution. Relevant Radio is a 501c3 organization, and if you give, you can write off that donation. Don't let that be the only reason you give to Relevant Radio, but go ahead and take advantage of it. And you know what else? Lent begins next Wednesday, and this would be a great way to kick off Lent by giving to Relevant Radio and giving generously. We have just tons of need for your prayerful support, not only your prayers, but also your financial support. Our need this time is $3 million, so please go online at relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app or call 877-291-0123 and give from the heart. Glenn along with Paul busting into the peace and quiet of daybreak here for the final day of the Relevant Radio Pledge Drive. It all ends at 5 central this afternoon. Drew just collapsing off the top of the table, having done his very best to exhort you to the very last minute. But you know, the money you give right now goes to the same place. And it gets matched. It gets matched 100% right now. What a great way to be a good steward of what God has entrusted you with. And, uh, of course, giving you enough to take care of yourself and your family and the work of the church as well. And we strive to do that here at Relevant Radio as uh, we strive to follow the magisterium, work with the bishops, and do everything through Mary on our way to bringing Christ to the world uh, through the media. How is that for... Uh, putting the guiding principles as well as the mission statement of Relevant Radio together. It's simple, it's easy, it makes sense, and it's a great cause to be on together. Join us in this great adventure, won't you, when you give from the heart. You can do it online at relevantradio.com. You can do it on the Relevant Radio mobile app and the phone, 877-291-0123. Thank you. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, February 9th, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord heals a deaf man and the people respond with a high compliment, one that you've heard before. It's from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Then Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee through the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. And they besought him to lay his hand upon him. Taking him aside from the multitude privately, he put his fingers into his ear and he spat. 
and touched his tongue, and looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Jesus charged them to tell no one, but the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it, and they were astonished beyond measure. He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the dumb speak. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It would be good if others could say of us, he or she does all things well. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. The Gospels frequently mention the feelings and words of admiration evoked by our Lord during the years he spent here on earth. The people were struck with amazement, every one of them astonished at the miracles he performed. If you consider the many compliments paid to Jesus by those who saw the things he did and heard him speak, you'll find one appreciative expression which, in a way, embraces all of them. I'm thinking of the spontaneous exclamation of wonder and enthusiasm which arose from the crowd at the astonishing sight of his miracles. He has done everything marvelously well. Not only the great miracles, but also the little everyday things that didn't dazzle anyone, but which Christ performed with the accomplishment of one who is perfect God and perfect man. The Gospel of today's Mass invites us to consider the passage in which the people following our Lord could not but cry out, He has done all things well. Christ is our model in ordinary life. We can ask ourselves if it can be said of us that we too strive to do all things well, the big things as well as the little things that seem unimportant, because we want to imitate Christ. The greater part of Jesus' life was an ordinary existence spent working in an obscure, out-of-the-way village. And there too, in that same Nazareth, our Lord did everything well, perfectly, in fact. In Nazareth, it would be said of Jesus that, He was a good carpenter, the best they had come across. A good part of the life of any man or woman is conditioned by the reality of work. It would be hard to find a responsible person who, of his own volition, is without some occupation or job. Many work for noble human objectives, to support their families, to make a future for themselves. Others will take up a particular activity in order to develop some special skill, some craft, or an art for which they have an aptitude, or simply to contribute to the good of society because they are conscious of a duty to do something for others. Many more will work with less worthy aims, to amass wealth, to gain fame or power, to assert themselves, or to get hold of what they need for the gratification of their passions. We all know competent people who conscientiously work long hours for purely human motives. Our Lord wants those who follow him in the midst of the world to be people who work well. They must be known for the quality of their work, which will have the prestige of excellence, and be thoroughly competent in their job or profession. They cannot be slapdash in their approach to their work. They must be people who will stand out 
visibly motivated by noble human objectives, because one's work, of whatever kind it be, is where we must practice the human as well as the supernatural virtues. We believe by faith that through the homage of work offered to God, man is associated with the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, whose labor with his hands at Nazareth greatly ennobled the dignity of work. We tell our Lord that we want to carry out our every task, and particularly the work that we do for a living, in an exemplary way, because we truly want it to be a daily offering to Him, and because we are determined to imitate Him in the years of His hidden life at Nazareth. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray once again with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O oh, rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O oh, Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, As it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, Lord you will, will accept, accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Truly with you, God, is hidden, the God of Israel, the Savior. Those are put to shame and disgrace who vent their anger against him. Those 
go in disgrace who carve images. Israel, you are saved by the Lord, saved forever. You shall never be put to shame or disgrace in future ages. For thus says the Lord, the Creator of the heavens, who is God, the designer and maker of the earth, who established it, not creating it to be a waste, but designing it to be lived in. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken from hiding, nor from some dark place of the earth, and I have not said to the descendants of Jacob, Look for me in an empty waste. I, the Lord, promise justice. I foretell what is right. Come and assemble, gather together, you fugitives among the Gentiles. They are without knowledge who bear wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save. Come here and declare in council together, who announced this from the beginning and foretold it from of old. Was it not I, the Lord, besides whom there is no other God? There is no just and saving God but me. Turn to me and be safe, all you ends of the earth, for I am God, there is no other. By myself I swear, uttering my just decree and my unalterable word. To me every knee shall bend, by me every tongue shall swear, saying, Only in the Lord are just deeds and power. Before him in shame shall come all who vent their anger against him. In the Lord shall be the vindication and the glory of all the descendants of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, As was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. With joy and gladness we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you, open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness and truth. Let us, Let us go, go into God's, God's presence, God's singing for joy. A reading from the letter to the Ephesians. Never let evil talk pass your lips. Say only the good things men need to hear, things that will really help them. Do nothing that will sadden the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed against the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, all passion and anger 
harsh words, slander, and malice of every kind. In place of these, be kind to one another, compassionate, and mutually forgiving, just as God has forgiven you in Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. At daybreak, be merciful to me. At daybreak, be merciful to me. Make known to me the path that I must walk. Be merciful to me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. At daybreak, be merciful to me. The Lord has come to his people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has come to his people and set them free. Through his cross... The Lord Jesus brought salvation to the human race. We adore him, and in faith we call out to him, Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Christ, rising sun, warm us with your rays. And restrain us from every evil impulse. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Keep guard over our thoughts words, and actions, and make us pleasing in your sight this day. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Turn your gaze from our sinfulness, and cleanse us from our iniquities. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Through your cross and resurrection, fill us with the consolation of the Spirit. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on, on earth, earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and, and forgive us our trespasses, as, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, our Father, you conquer the darkness of ignorance by the light of your word. Strengthen within our hearts the faith you have given us. Let not temptation ever quench the fire that your love has kindled within us. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. 877-291-0123 or com or the Relevant Radio app. Give from the heart. The Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive kicks into high gear in just minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you Sunday morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.